Dear brothers and sisters of our Lord Jesus Christ, on this day the Church begins a holy season of prayerful and penitential reflection. Our attention is especially directed to the holy sufferings and death of our Lord Jesus Christ. From ancient times, the season of Lent has been kept as a time of special devotion, self-denial, and humble repentance, born of a faithful heart that dwells confidently on his word and draws from it life and hope. Let us pray that our dear Father in heaven, for the sake of his beloved Son and in the power of his Holy Spirit, might richly bless this Lenten tide for us, so that we may come to Easter with glad hearts and keep the feast in sincerity and truth. Let us kneel for the living. Yeah. 
acknowledge that we are dust, and to dust we shall return. Mercifully pardon our sins, that we may obtain the promises you have laid up for those who are repentant. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever.
Let us rise. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Beloved of the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart and confess our sins unto God our Father, beseeching in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord. I said I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord. Let us kneel and be seated for the confessions.
contrite hearts that lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, we may receive from you full pardon and forgiveness. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Yet, well known. 
behold, you live, as punished, and yet not killed, as sorrowful, yet always rejoicing, as poor, yet making many rich, as having nothing, yet possessing everything. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We rise for the reading of the Holy Gospel.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Memento mori. It's a Latin phrase that crops up all throughout history. It translates to, remember that you will die. It's an uncomfortable reminder that death is coming. And these reminders of death would oftentimes end up on sundials and clocks and other ancient timepieces. So imagine every time you go to check the time on your smartphone or your watch, it tells you it's 3.14 p.m., and one day you will die. Just a helpful little reminder to get you through the rest of your day. Memento mori. Now, in one sense, this phrase says, Remember, your days on this earth are numbered. Remember that tomorrow will always come, but it will not always come for you. Remember that, so spend your life wisely. Memento mori. So go back to school this year instead of next. Memento mori, so go after that promotion. Memento mori, so don't waste your time. How you spend your time is how you spend your life. There is much earthly wisdom in memento mori. Much earthly wisdom that we could do with in our society today. In our culture, we avoid death. We don't want to talk about it. We don't want to think about it if we can help it. After all, death comes to us all isn't exactly a great conversation starter. But all of this avoidance can't change the facts. Death is coming. Whether we address it or not, whether we memento it or not, the mori is still there. But today, we don't ignore death. Today is Ash Wednesday. And Ash Wednesday is a time of memento mori. Just a few minutes ago, Pastor or I put a cross upon your forehead and said, Remember you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Remember you are dust, because when God made Adam, he formed him out of the dust of the earth. To dust you shall return, because one day you will die, and your body will turn to dust in its tomb. Time is the great equalizer. It takes kings and paupers alike, ushering them all back to the ground, back into dust. Our days on this earth are numbered. Ashes to ashes, and dust to dust. And we live now in this brief glimmer between dust and ashes. So memento mori. Now we have remembered that we are going to die. So what should we do before we reach that day? What should we do with this short breath of a life that we have been given? Well, maybe the answer is to eat, drink, and be merry. After all, that's what the world does. The world claws at every precious moment, 
trying to squeeze any ounce of happiness it can get out of it before it's gone forever. The world grasps at time like grains of sand, holding them tighter and tighter as they fall between its fingers and are no more. Into such a world, memento mori is just about the worst thing that you can say. It's no wonder that our world avoids talking about death, because it's a reminder that life is limited. Fun won't last. The party ends. Death is coming. It's the ultimate buzzkill. The world wants to hide from it, to run from it, to get as far away as it can from the inevitable reality of death. But the world cannot hide. Death is always just around the corner, ready to put an end to the party. Some way, somehow, the world will be met with memento mori, and it will react in fear, which honestly, is a pretty fair reaction. Mankind was not made to die. It's only because of Adam's sin that death is necessary. In Memento Mori, we find the strongest preaching of God's law. It is only because of sin that we die. So every Memento Mori, every reminder of death, is also a reminder of our sin. As God's word says, the wages of sin is death. So memento mori, for you have sinned against God. Memento mori, for you are a child of Adam. Memento mori, and your time is running out. The last day, the day of judgment is coming. And your last day is coming, too. No man knows the day or the hour of either one. So we're back. What do you do? What do you do with this brief glimmer between dust and ashes? St. Paul writes, Behold, now is the favorable time. Now. Now means while you yet live. Now means in this brief moment while you still draw breath between dust and ashes. No man knows how long he has left on this earth. Remember, tomorrow will always come, but not always for you. So do not spend your days in wickedness, in sin, and in depravity. Instead, as the prophet Joel writes, Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. God is gracious, and God is merciful. He will forgive you. So turn from your wickedness, and you will live. Repent, and God will not condemn you. And repent now while there is still time between dust and ashes. Because once you die, it's too late. But remember that God is slow to anger. 
God abounds in steadfast love, abounds in so much love that he gave his only son to die for you. Now, when Jesus walked the earth as a man, he knew that he was going to die. No one had to tell him, memento mori. He knew. He knew where his earthly journey would take him, and he headed straight for Calvary anyway. Jesus breathed his last on the cross for you. For all of your sins deserving of death, Jesus died. But death was not the end for Jesus. He rose from the grave three days later, and by his resurrection, he has forever changed memento mori for you. Memento mori, dear Christian, but death is not the end for you either. You too will be raised with Christ. You will greet all the saints who have gone before you in the marriage feast of the Lamb in his kingdom, which has no end. So for you, dear Christian, because of the death and resurrection of Jesus, memento mori is not a phrase of fear. Instead, memento mori means this. One day, dear Christian, you will rest in your tomb. One day you will leave behind every trouble and trial here on earth. You will have rest from your labors, from your pain, and from your suffering. Your life on this earth will end. Remember you are dust, and to dust you shall return, but dust you shall not remain. For the word of the Lord is sure and certain. Even though heaven and earth may pass away, God's word will not. And in his word, God promises you a resurrection. The last day is coming. The day of judgment is coming. Your last day is coming. But just as certain, just as certainly as death itself, your resurrection is coming too. The last day will be a day for you when Jesus returns and takes you and all believers in Christ to be with him in heaven forever and ever. So as St. Paul writes, Behold, now is the favorable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. And behold, dear Christian, now is the day of God's salvation. By that, I mean right now, today, this very hour. For right now, God gives all of these great promises to you. Today, in just a few minutes, you will have a foretaste of the feast to come on this very altar. Today, you will remember certainly your own death, but you will also remember the death of Christ. And how by his death, he destroyed death. So memento mori holds no sting of fear and sadness for you. Remember the cross of Christ 
Ever since Christ died, he has made death into a toothless dog that has no bite. And remember that death is not the end. It wasn't for Jesus, and it isn't for you. When Jesus died, he destroyed death. And he gave you the proof three days later when he walked out of the tomb, out of the now toothless jaws of death on that first Easter morning. And in the words of St. Paul, if we have been united with Christ in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. Amen. And may the peace that passes all human understanding guard and keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, steadfast in the one true faith, until the day he returns in glory. Amen. We rise and confess our faith in the word of the night,
commentary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who overcame the assaults of the devil and gave his life as a ransom for many, that with cleansed heart we might be prepared joyfully to celebrate the Paschal Feast in sincerity and truth. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we long and magnify your glorious name, everyone praising you and saying,
the body and blood of your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen you and preserve you in true faith of the life everlasting. Go in peace. Your sins are forgiven. Now 